0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 72 of I Did Not Do That Right.
1: <laughs> the new podcast where it's my life. <laughs> I did not do that right. <laughs> uh.
0: Anyway, welcome to the VR Verdict Podcast, episode 72, if you haven't heard already. I am PJ. I'm Wookie, And we would like to share VR with you. This episode, we talk to a man that goes by the name Cactus. His studio is called Cactus VR Studio, and he's working, not working on, he has finished Cactus Cowboy, fully loaded, available on Steam, uh, App Lab on the Oculus, and uh, side quest, and it's free everywhere. So definitely check it out. It's a great game. Buy the man a beer. Buy the man a beer. Hopefully we get a. There should be a link in the show notes to to tip the man. He does everything for free. It's a long episode. We had a great chat. Good guy. Really good sense of humor. It's fun to talk
1: yeah. to So it's a it's a gem when you find somebody that just smashes that stuff into a free game and optimizes it and spends time to make it run as well as you guys said it runs. So yeah, it's good good all around.
2: Oh, uh, so where are you located? I never got that. It's like you U.S or:
0: Yeah, I am uh, in Wisconsin in the U.S, and then Wookie is
2: in North Carolina.: Oh, all right. Well, so how, do, how does this all work?
0: So what we normally do, I'll introduce you and Wookiee, and then we'll just kind of start chatting. We'll talk about the game, obviously, but we like to hear how you got into programming and gaming. And oh, how, boy. How and why you chose VR, you know, all that oh, that's, stuff. <laughs> that's going to be a long story
2: because I'm old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Perfect. We normally try to record for an hour. Um, yeah, we, I, we, I got We don't care if we go over, but I don't want to, like, take the guest time some people don't mind some people really do mind so whatever you're comfortable with is fine
3: i got time (laughs) i got time it's my free saturday
0: i don't know if wookie has plans today but i'm on vacation starting today so i got plenty of time
2: (laughs) well on vacation no you don't because vacation are scarce in the u.s (laughs) I know I know that because this is essentially why I left the u s for good <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hated i hated really literally hated working there it was it, it was hell when you when you're used to like thirty five to forty days off paid a year and then mm-hmm. you get like none in the first year and six in the second, I was like, Ah, uh, <laughs> nope. Yeah, I, that ain't that ain't compatible with me, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and um, like I
0: love to hear that kind of stuff too. So like, we're pretty laid back. So if that topic comes back up, that'd be cool. Because I I agree. Like I've long looked at like European countries and like they only work thirty five hours a week and then get a month off for free. Like are that.
2: Are that... <laughs> Well, thirty-five hours is not ex- n- not exactly correct, but um, uh, the the minimum paydays off we have is like a whole lot, lot, whole lot more than you get in the yes. I mean, from my understanding, was that there are no mandatory regulations, so there's like only something that is customary that would might change from whoever hires you to mm-hmm. you know from company to company a little bit. Some have like this systems and if something they like called pto or whatever yep. whereas <clears throat> whereas here for a full-time job you are guaranteed to have like 26 days at least yeah that's which that which does not which is excluded from what's it called um public holidays etc ppp
3: good morning yeah, that's
2: that's a way better system <laughs> it's it, it's 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 different though but it also has you know like there are pros and cons to everything.
3: Yeah.
0: Hey, Wookie, we're just talking about time off and the differences
1: between countries. <laughs> oh. I mean, uh, yeah, good
2: morning, Mike. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the, America's work system's pretty jacked up that way.
2: Mm-hmm. I know. First-hand experience, also. It's hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: My current position, I... uh negotiated pretty well they only give you four weeks off though but you have to work there 25 years to get it like you get one week after the first year and then like after five years you get another week and it's like geez
2: what wait wait you have to work like 20 years there to get the full amount yeah because it's up to the employer there's no real legal status of you yeah, 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 yeah. So. i i i well i'm i'm fully fully aware of that but what i'm questioning here like especially when you work in it i do not know any single person who worked like 25 20 years at the same company in the, in an it field like literally yep. no one i mean i worked for 15 years in it in, in this in the very same company but that is already rare yeah <laughs> yep
0: am
3: i yeah.
1: um, oh
0: go ahead I'm kind of fortunate. I work for a company where my old boss, who I'm now equals with, I guess, however you want to say that, she's been in the company 40 years and she's coming up on her second sabbatical. We get a sabbatical every 20 years. But oh. but I've been in the same, not in the same role, but the same place for coming up on 18 years oh. in IT. But... We're fortunate. We like we we have pretty good benefits and stuff. But yeah, yeah the the normal is not good.
2: <laughs> that, it really it, it really depends. It really does. I mean, yeah. Well, he, he, at least here in Germany, you can you kind of you kind of screwed by your salary usually. I mean, the payment is really low, especially when you look down. You know what's what's left after the takeout taxes and social security <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. However, there's always an however. <laughs> however, unless you are working for like one of these large employers, such as, you know, like very classic VW or something, then you essentially do nothing all day, but you get paid like, holy crap. <laughs> 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 That's so weird. You, you know, I, I know this one guy who's um, basic, basically doing the door at the VW facility close to me and he gets he gets paid like like oh what was that compared to he has like six thousand a month wow <laughs> <laughs> and all and, and all he done, and all he essentially does you know he's like basically the yeah well the security guard at a place where nothing ever happens <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah me too I mean, yeah. it's kind of boring, but it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> just
1: thinking up game ideas or book ideas? Yeah, I was going to say it. that that's a good job to like
0: just have and allow you to think on what you're doing for yourself type of thing.
2: If you can't do that, well, <laughs> <laughs> I need <knew> my brain. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that would drive me nuts. Yeah. Well, so, uh, like I said,
0: we. We can bring that up again, but uh, we sure. should probably start
2: talking about why you're here. <laughs> yeah, we... <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, um, then let's push well, reset, and here we go. Would you
0: like us to refer to you as Cactus throughout the episode, or do you have a name you want to use?
2: I don't know. I have like, a terrible name. that uh, I have a name that is hardly pronounced in English, so it's bound. Yeah, I'm going to slaughter that. <laughs> so so, cac- so cactus is fine if it's easier to pronounce because i mean you just 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 mentioned it's a- a- almost impossible to pronounce correctly <laughs> and i always feel like an asshole because i it's
3: i fine. barely speak
0: my own language let alone other ones
2: <laughs> it's it's fine i had i had to get that a lot and every time they called me at work and i have like okay who am they talking about and, w- w- and after a while i realized okay they mean me. Okay. Yeah, rule. Cool.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just call me cactus. Don't ask why.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so Yeah, normally I like I said I would introduce you guys, but we've been talking so Wookiee this is Cactus, Cactus, this is Wookie.
1: Yo <laughs>
0: Um I it was one of my questions with your games and apparently more than games. What's 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 with the cactus? Like, what's. <laughs> how'd, how'd you choose cactus for your main character and other things?
2: All right. That is. Um, well, where do I start? Well, <laughs> it's, a, it, it's a mixture of always wanted something like, um, like a French such as like Mario, Sonic, whatever. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, when I was trying to get into VR and 3D programming, I realized that the human hand is far more complex than I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I had this one cactus here. It's like a, uh, like this dancing cactus. And he has like these Mexican thingy things that he rattles around when you make some noise. And I was <laughs> like, okay, just try this. This is easy. And when I had it, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. All you need to do is you just put him a hat on, like the cactus you have here on your desk, and you have your character. And it's unique, and it's something no one really ha- has done it before in VR, especially not in VR. I mean, there's this Cactus McCoy game, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I was completely unaware that it even existed when I, when I was doing that. Nice. So, so, and over time, I had this whole thing going on. I was like, okay, just stick to it. It works well. It's weird. It's <laughs> like, un- it's a little bit unique because everybody has like, you know, like virtual hands and in some sort of way, but no one actually plays a cactus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's different. I think. Uh, Wookie, when
0: we were in VR chat for that one, uh, it was like a holiday live play. Wasn't I a cactus avatar? Do you remember? Yes, you were. Like, and I felt really good to be a cactus. Like, it felt really cool.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you're in just, VR, you're not really a cactus. You know this. No, yeah, but, well, you are. But they have mirrors and stuff, and it, it, just, it was really neat to, like, Hey, I'm a cactus, and and, and you, <laughs> we'll get to your game. But like, you have some melee, and punching things with a cactus hand does feel pretty good.
2: <laughs> it 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 is different, and um, I was trying I was trying to get into the whole um well 3D modeling thing. I was I literally started with nothing because all I knew was essentially, yeah. What was it? How would you describe that? I know tinkering with stuff. <laughs> I knew 2D sprites. That's all I knew. That's all I ever knew. I had a little bit of experience with the uh, Unreal Engine from n- 99, from the very first Unreal Tournament. Nice. Yes. But this is so far back, this is, you can't even compare. And I was <laughs> essentially just clicking the BSP brushes and set up you know, some rooms and drag certain assets and but that was it but i never made anything on my own so when i was trying to have a hand that holds the gun and especially like squeezing the trigger i was absolutely overwhelmed by the complexity of the situation and uh which is also essentially i mean if you look at these three games that i made from the series so far you can tell like from from series to series that the game becomes better and better and better and complex and more complex and even more complex yeah. and what i'm working on right now is has already raised the bar again um so yeah I- I hopped in.
0: I don't remember if I played it, and then we were got to talking, or we were talking, and then I played um, Cactus Cowboy Fully Loaded Three. Um, but within ten minutes, I was really surprised, like how how well it ran and how many different things you had in there. Like in in the game, you you jump, which is not normal in VR games, and I'm kind of glad to see it as a gamer. Um, it's, it's you know, VRs can do so many things, but just for like a straight up game, like I have kind of missed jumping around. Um, you had like climbing and like all kinds of mechanics, and I was really shocked because a lot of store or a lot of games have like one main mechanic or maybe one or two, and you kind of have the full bag in there, and it's it's it works
2: really well. Well, the f- the very first game, Cactus Land, was the idea behind it was jumping actually and um i wanted i always wanted to make games especially when it comes to vr is that focuses on people that do not get motion sick (laughs) i appreciate that well well the reason why is is that because i feel like a lot of especially the bigger productions they sacrifice gameplay over comfort yep or especially with like Half-Life Alex for instance you can tell that they sacrificed gameplay over uh comfort yeah. a whole lot of it actually at least in my opinion i mean i would agree <laughs> it, it, it 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 probably makes a lot of sense from a business perspective but i do not have a business perspective so <laughs> i don't give a shit um, <laughs> yeah well that's well well that's the truth uh, so, of course, when you want to target a larger audience from the standpoint, that makes sense. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But if you don't care about money at all, and you just do it as a hobby or, um, you know, whenever you get time at work. Um, I hope my boss don't hear that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. No you one can knows
0: who just... You're good.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so so you can you can push the limits
3: a lot i mean a whole lot and um i think that a lot of bigger productions w- would
2: love to do that but at the same time they would probably lose too many customers that are you know very prone to motion sickness especially like the very first game where you which was essentially only jumping around <laughs> from platform to platform i don't i don't i don't see how you know like like um newcomers to to the media to the vr media will stomach that yeah probably not gonna happen no nope. um <laughs> same goes for the second part which was not that bad because you weren't jumping around that much but yet you have the uh, the portals which let you drop from the ceiling and it, it's essential i, I mean I, essentially i made portal <laughs> in vr nice. and you could and you could te- and, and you can tell why big companies didn't do it
3: yeah
2: and i i think i once saw something that was similar to a vr portal but that was based on teleport movement and i was like huh? That makes no sense at all so you mean i teleport to the portals to get teleported to the other side of the portal no that's wrong that's just it's just essentially wrong from the entire me- mechanics that shouldn't work this way because you have a portal to teleport you don't need to teleport to the portal what the hell makes no sense
3: <laughs> warping simulator
2: um, yeah it, it, well exactly so so I just did that and it worked. And um I kinda don't like that I lost the source code for the very first game. <laughs> oh. oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I would love to bring this on App Lab too, but there's no way to recover it. Oh. I hate that situation so much, but well, no way. But there's the um there's still the um the side quest version. That that is still up. So I'm good on this one, but no way to get that on App Lab anymore, mm-hmm. anymore unless I redo it. But I started to redo the portal as a side project here, but it's so much work <laughs> 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 to, br- to, br- to bring this to the level that where I'm already at now with um, um, Cactus fully loaded because fully loaded took me probably about a year to make after work on the weekends
0: uh, I was just gonna ask you're single dev you're the only one working on it and you know you mentioned having a job so this is just kind of hobby to you and you also mentioned when you're chatting like no marketing budget and all that stuff <laughs> so um so this is yeah, just, just a super passion
2: project for you then pretty much yeah That's it's awesome. just yeah <clears throat> you know, well i got i got Essentially, I got into it when I discovered um, Pavlov. Nice. And that—that that was
0: your first like, I am in on VR moment with Pavlov, then or?
2: No, that was earlier with uh, Farpoint. Okay. <laughs> I, I had I, I had a PlayStation back um, back in the days, and I was like, okay, I I just gonna try that, and I was totally hooked on Farpoint. and, uh, and later, then when I got my new pc rig i instantly bought pavlov and i saw that they have a workshop and i was like oh god this is unreal you used unreal in 1999. you you can probably make a map so i did <laughs> <laughs> and what it was worked the, name of the map um the name of the map is uh, lava pit uh, i don't know. I think we play
0: that one yeah we we a ton I, of them. yeah we grabbed pavlov when we first got into vr2 and we I thought
2: we downloaded every map, but I don't remember I'm, that. I have Pavlov, Acid Lab, and uh, Retro World. Nice. These three. These are the ones I made. And then the Quest came around, and I was like, okay, there's a new gaming console, which pretty much has an empty store. Yeah. Until I realized how high uh, Oculus had set the bar to get something in there. So <laughs> <it's> empty. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's still empty, and that's why App Lab is bigger than the actual store, which is somewhat weird. Well, well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would, I would love to see uh, at least uh, fully loaded on the actual store, but I don't see how I can squeeze that in there from you know production value. Hmm. What what, what they are focusing on a lot, which is kind of sad. I mean yeah, on the is. on the other hand I get it because they don't want to have I mean I wouldn't want to have something like the unity cube <laughs> which was hilarious I mean I loved I loved seeing <laughs> this trailer yeah. and, I, and I was cracking up I was like <laughs> okay thank you for extending the uh, app lab review for <laughs> probably <laughs> another half <half-half> month <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just because somebody submitted an empty space with a unity cube
3: in it <laughs> but hey that's that's fun I mean but but you
2: don't get I I mean I feel like I will never get any of these games into the actual store at all and that's the sad thing that's where like SideQuest is amazing
1: and that's why App Lab is bigger than the store because it's just ingenuity and creativity but single devs don't always have you know the backing so they show ideas and there's you know some of them are fine in their unfleshed out concept you know build and some of them need some help but you'll never get the word out if it's just oculus everyone loves exactly. a good curation but nobody likes the, the uh the
2: gatekeeper you know yeah. like
3: <laughs> absolutely but
2: well on on the other hand um it was quite easy to get it on steam yeah I mean, Steam wanted to, you know, look more into your pockets than Facebook wanted to do that. Yeah. But it worked. I was curious with that, um, because all your games are
0: free on every platform, so when you have a free game, how does that work with getting it on Steam when they can't get any money from you? Or maybe they can. I don't know. How does that work?
2: (laughs) Well... Well, uh, as, as opposed to App Lab, Steam charges you for every submission to the store you want to make. Okay. And um, it, it's like $100. I think it's exactly $100. And, um, well, and I was like, okay, you never put anything on Steam. It's like a new achievement from, for your internet career if you want it th- this way. So like, okay, come on. I just, I just dumped these $100 and I'm just going to do it. Just, to ha- just, to- just so I can say to people, hey, I got a game on Steam. <laughs> I, mean, for- I mean, for real. Nobody knows Apple. Nobody knows SideQuest. But if- when, you- when you can tell people, I got a game that is on Steam, everybody will be like, oh, yeah, Steam, I heard that.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: and <clears throat> like,
0: I've played fully loaded for an hour or two. And I think it's great. It's a blast. <clears throat> Excuse me, but um, you, the game on every platform, SideQuest, App Lab, Steam, the reviews are great. Like, you have super positive reviews and it just shows you that you don't need these triple A titles to have fun and enjoy a game <laughs> and play, especially in VR. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. Well,
2: what fully loaded is different than other games. I mean, at least that—that <clears throat> that was my incentive. What I got personally annoyed with, with what was available, is that there's hardly a, shoot, a VR shooter that has a coherent story. Yeah. I mean, there's Half-Life Alex. There's, well, and then or I can I can already stop here. No, Saints <laughs> and well, because Saints and Sinners is also a little bit like mission picking. Yeah. And I do not like this concept. Like, for, for instance, that uh, Sniper Elite that just came out.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Same thing. I would love to have it. You know, like you roaming around, and it's like pretty much like a hose level. You 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 run through whatever, mm-hmm. but c- always this coming back, picking the next mission that is has no direct connection to the previous one. I don't like that, and I. <laughs> And I essentially wanted it to make a little bit like a serious Sam is probably a good comparison
3: here. Yeah.
2: Where you just run through it. Everything is a little bit connected at least. And you, ha- and you experience a weird story that can also be completely neglected, uh, you know, put aside because it doesn't actually really matter. It's just for, you, for the little entertainment here and there. And that's the thing is that... Um, it doesn't really matter whether you played this the first part or the second part of my of my games it really doesn't because it's always the same story and it will always be the same story so it doesn't matter whether whether you missed one or not or you you don't have a quest to play it with who cares it's always the same story it makes no it makes no difference yeah
0: and speaking of that, why, why do these alien robots hate cactuses
2: so much? I have no idea. <laughs> but they, but they, they are just made this way. <laughs> <laughs> it's <I> programming. just programming. <laughs> yeah, it's the evil programmer who was like, okay, this is, um, it has to be this way. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is just weird. It basically, it is, I mean, it essentially was created on a model wheat back in the days. Nice. A lot of weed <laughs> 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 and that's and basically this is how I work. I mean, I just got on my computer ha, have a nice drink or you know smoke a little bit, and then and you you just um do stuff and w- w- when you're done, you're like, holy hell this wor- this actually works this is great gameplay you can, you can <laughs> do that like for instance, the gunplay in fully loaded was i Okay, I, had, I have to admit, I, copy, I tried to copy Pavlov as much as I could because, to me, this is like the gold standard how VR guns have to work. I mean, I'm not sure if everybody will agree on that, but to me it is. I, I would agree with that. It's simple and intuitive and, yeah, it just
1: feels good. I think there's a reason Pavlov took off. It's, it's funny
0: that other games that have come out after Pavlov... And they're, they're going back to, like, just button presses for reload. Like, no one wants to reload anymore. It's like, oh, I do. That's
2: why I'm here. <laughs> exactly. So this is exactly the thing. And I was like, okay, this is how it has to work. It has to have this, maybe not the fidelity, especially with the new reloads where they have this, this one second or half second animation where the Mac goes in. But at least get, try to get as close as possible to what uh what's his name Dave Wills
3: yeah
2: yeah what Dave Wills has been doing this is uh this is really really important for the for the general gameplay overall
3: yeah i, I really
0: like your your view on like it's not made for new players and i appreciate <laughs> that cuz <'cause> i've played <laughs> a lot of games and i I can do anything in VR. I haven't got sick or anything for since the start, since the very first time. Okay, challenge accepted. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, that was why I was shocked in your, in fully loaded within, like, the first part of the map. Like, I fought my way through this place <clears throat> and I climbed up this big cliff, and you had like a a rope that you actually had to like climb across, and that was like really high up. I'm like, this is awesome. I haven't been cuz when i first got into vr there were a couple games where like you could climb the walls and stuff and for the first the first time you do that you're like holy shit that's awesome <laughs> but games kind of got away from that so i was really surprised and happy that you had that in there and i'm like i haven't been this high up in vr for a while this is neat and i was just running around and jumping and i jumped off and died and
2: <laughs> well just be just be aware i still have this weird idea that whenever i figure out how um the physics of mario galaxy works
1: (laughs) (laughs) you'd be jumping from small planet to small planet and barfing all the way
2: home (laughs) exactly that's that's the whole idea you know you can jump from planet to planet and the uh, the um, gravitation will rotate your player around and i i think this will really get your (laughs) (laughs) but i haven't really been i mean i tried to couple times it worked but it didn't really play well hmm. it just didn't it just not the way i at least i wanted it to work it just worked from the uh, editor perspective from uh, from the unity editor perspective but it did not work well for you know as a game so what i I'm still on it. I just have this idea. I want to make like a like Cactus Cowboy Galaxy or something. <laughs> Cactus Space Cowboy. <laughs> there you well, go. Well, <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> nobody, be fantastic. I mean, no, nobody, really, nobody tries to have jumping as part of the VR experience. And yeah. I get why. It's, it's, it's difficult to, to do that in a way that it doesn't feel off and i'm not, I'm not and, and i'm not saying that i excel at it but at least i just did it <laughs> yeah but there's like
1: you guys were saying there's you know games that are comfortable for people and and hitting a larger target audience but mm. sometimes that's actually bad because you can't have a game that everyone's gonna like stop watering them down like it's okay to have a game that you like don't like just don't put in you know don't mm. take three games chop them up and put them into one and don't you know if if you get sick playing a game, sorry, don't play it, you know? <laughs> but for people that want a little action, like, you know, Mr. VR Legs PJ here,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, just, it's, it's good to have games for everyone, and it's good yeah. to have games that aren't for everyone. So. And that was,
0: I, that was the point I was getting to that I never made. Um, <laughs> you know, having played so many games, it, it is nice to that you're making games for, like... I don't wanna say enthusiasts, but people who have played a lot of VR games and can take the spinning and jumping and heights and stuff because when a new game comes out, like you said, you can tell it's watered down and it's just like this is cool, but I've been here before and I, I, I wanna jump around. So
3: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> and the other thing I didn't wanna do is I didn't wanna make another wave shooter. I think this should be There are <laughs> enough out there and somebody I mean, there, there should be a law to make more, <laughs> that, that you know stops people from making more. Yeah, like, like like when you, especially when you're trying to sell them, for, for each sale you have to pay as a developer hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to the community. I,
0: I don't know. Is a game that like is is a wave shooter? Yeah, but like I really I appreciate games that have like you know because VR still it was. More scary a year or two ago, like when you release a game, and if you had online, like you don't know how many people are going to keep playing it, or how many people are there. Mm-hmm. So you throw in a wave shooting part just so that person who paid money can have something to do. But if it if that, if it's all the game is is a wave shooter, it's like yeah,
2: we have plenty. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, another thing that actually really surprised me um, when it came to f- to Cactus Fully Loaded. Was the playtime? I was I was surprised how long it took for others to actually finish the game, <laughs> because when you design the game, you know every nook and corner. I mean, I, I mean, I pl- I placed the items there. Even though fully loaded has some random aspects, like the classic key cards I used. You know the red, blue, and yellow key card. Oops. You know the, the the way it used to work back in the days. Anyway,
3: very I, first ones.
2: Yeah, I scattered them randomly over the map. So so whenever you die or whenever you start them at the first time, they will not be at the same place. So you kind of have to look around and and talk to the NPCs to get them. However, when I play the game, it takes me probably around like three hours, fifteen, three hours, thirty, depending on how often I die, which is usually not a lot. And when I saw the first people finishing the game and I saw the playtime of eight hours, I was like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> this is, that's the difference. Yeah. And I haven't finished
0: it yet, but I, I, I'm one of those people that I just like to explore and I check every nook and cranny and yeah. corridor. And, um, <clears throat> I, the thing I love about your game, I don't know if you did this on purpose or what, but I'm, I think I'm on the normal difficulty because you have difficulties, right? and for the first time (laughs) okay (laughs) and i'm not it's not easy and it's not hard but you have to be paying attention or you die and i like that because you know if you play a game on normal and someone comes up punches you you just shrug it off but if you play that same game on hard they punch you you're dead like that's too much (laughs) of a difference but all you have to do in your game is pay attention and be somewhat quick with your reflexes and it's it's fun so
2: the, thanks the um, the difficulty works very simple at this point i mean it is all it essentially does is that it uh, divides the damage by 2 hmm. or multiplies it by 2 depending on what you're doing uh, nice. what what you what you choose so when you play hard can... you always get twice as much damage <laughs> i only managed it once to play through it <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and, and this was essentially because i was curious whether it's even possible <laughs> <clears throat> and then well, it was like two weeks ago someone approached me like hey this is fun can you put in a speedrunner modus <laughs> so i know I don't, i'm not sure if you've seen that but um, the game got, got updated yep and uh, I added a, a full speed remote that tracks your time through the game. Nice. And I was, and I mean, I do not collect any data. So just because somebody might, might ask, hey, it's free. So he tracks the time and he stores it on his secret server somewhere. No, I do not. <laughs> the time does not get stored anywhere besides your device. Anyway, he, he sent me time and he played through the entire game in one hour 45 minutes (laughs) and i was like how the hell did you do that (laughs) yeah speedrunners are a special breed what game was i just reading about speedrunners in vr are fun because what i realized then is that in vr you can use glitches (laughs) entirely different than you could do in a a 2d game because you have the power of moving through space (laughs) I mean, through the virtual space, on your own. Mm -hmm. So you can, like, for instance, you can turn off your headset, move a little bit in your space, turn it back on, at least on the quest, and you can skip through walls and doors. (laughs) Talk about (laughs) a
0: portal
1: game. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. So it it tracks your movement, but then it doesn't track like the bounding boxes. That's (laughs) (laughs) yeah. No collisions, uh, bitch. <laughs> it's,
2: uh, That's crazy. It, yeah, it's, 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 it's absolutely weird. I, I, I found someone pl- uh, on YouTube playing my Portal game and finished it in like eight minutes. <laughs> Only through glitches. Because you could st- because he figured out you could stick your head through the wall and your hand through the wall and you can kind of set the Portal at the very end of the level. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just tie their shoelaces together and unbuckle their pants. <laughs> Get to the end boss, and they're like, the fuck?
2: It, it's, a, it's incredible what people come up with. I mean, I, I always thought okay, you're, you're doing single player experiences. And uh, if you cheat on a single pa- player experience, you essentially mm-hmm. cheat on your own. I mean, who, ca- who cares if whether this is possible or not? Yeah. <laughs> but seeing this coming out of the um, possibility that somebody actually tracks the time of the game you make, and he beats you as a developer. Yeah. And that's like, holy crap, that's cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: And speedrunners are just a special breed, because like, uh, I think it was the Japanese version of uh, Zelda um... 64, the Oculus one, the first one, the Ocarina of Time, sorry, Oculus and Ocarina like switched places (laughs) in my brain. Um but in the Japanese version there was a bug, and people's you know have personal rules, speedruns, like you can only use, you know, the console and like the you know the regular Mm. retail release, and there was a bug in there that let them finish it in like half an hour, like the whole game. And that's like the one everybody uses. And the other game I was thinking about was the Outer Worlds, kind of a recent xbox game like a fallout in space and the developers were like you know jaw dropped because somebody beat their game in 15 minutes i don't know the the (laughs) details but that's a big sprawling you know talk to everybody pick up everything sort of first person shooter rpg (laughs) beat it in 15 minutes speedrunners (laughs) are just nuts yeah i i
0: good nuts i'm glad that they do that but to me like that just ruins the game and i like i have no interest in that but it's it is crazy what they come up with <laughs> cuz if i run into a bug cuz i play a lot of alphas and stuff i get i don't get frustrated but and i you know i'm trying to help make the game but it's just like ah but those guys will like okay what can i do with this and how can i make
1: yeah. this fun and it's just like yeah. i wish i had that mindset
3: <laughs> Yeah, I watched a,
1: tw- a Twitch stream once with somebody that was a speedrunner just practicing and he's sitting there like punching walls for like hours, just <laughs> trying to figure out how to break the game and people were donating 20 bucks here and Wait. he's like, oh sweet that's a sandwich.
2: <laughs> Wait, he just he just punched the wall just to find a glitch in there? He, he was just
1: he was just researching glitches because he'd already gotten to like whatever game he was playing he'd gotten down to the, the minimum time that he could do and he was positive like he knew that game so well he couldn't do better so he's just like checking everything to see if he could cut some more seconds off, and I was like, "I the want same. that sickness, but like for like the future of my own life, like I want to be that <laughs> sick and dedicated <laughs> about you know getting three mega yachts and feeding the poor, you <laughs> know, like what
3: the
2: hell?" I swear. I mean, I mean, people can do amazing things with technology and gaming consoles. I mean, I don't know whether you guys are in, into these things. Um, just this week there was a are you familiar with the uh, demo scene? At demo all? scene demo scene you know these guys who make these amazing uh, small si- small sized um, um, computer programs usually running on very old school systems like the Amiga 500 or Commodore 64 No
1: similar stuff but not
2: that specifically no not like yeah. on old so, tech So 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 that so this week there was this german guy i believe he, um, he wrote a program for the C64 that would run without the C64. <laughs> what? You know, he, 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 he well, he, it, it essentially was a loader that would load a, um, put some stuff on the floppy drive chip. And then he pulled the C64 off, put a resistor between the, serial cable and the composite cable of the C64 monitor and then the whole drive, just the drive itself made the music, made the video and everything coming th- from the drive without gra- uh, graphics processor at all no RAM Damn. whatsoever Going, <laughs> like... it, it's, it, it's absolutely <laughs> insane, it's called uh, what was it called, Freespin C64 demo, this is amazing this is the kind of things I, I really enjoy and, and Every time I find something come across something like that, it's like, okay, this is how little you know right now about computers. So,
1: do you have a blog I can follow? Because like people that tell me stuff like that, like I don't even understand what you just said on a fundamental level. I have to go read that. Like, I just typed <laughs> it into a Google tab. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a blog at all. I mean, I I have a shitty website for, for my games, <laughs> essentially because Oculus <laughs>
3: just to
1: get in the here's the four second website just to say
2: yeah yes exactly i because because i'm more of the uh, anonymous person i like to be like in the background not visible at all yeah i identify with that and um that's uh, that's why i do not i do not I mean, I do have a little YouTube channel where every once in a while I put my traders on there, or whenever I reach a certain milestone in one of my games, I upload, you know, like short clips on what I'm doing right now with the Cactus games. But I do not really have a block, But I can absolutely recommend looking up this free spin C64 demo. It's amazing what this guy's been doing there. Absolutely. And um, I would love to ever reach this level. I would love to pull um, like some sort of demo on the Quest. But I'm, I'm not really sure how to do that right now. Because if you use Unity, you're kind of cheating. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's, it's insane what these people can do with, with computers. I mean, I've seen, yeah. I've seen programs as little as 265, uh, 64 bytes. That would do amazing things.
1: And what I like is kind of similar to your uh the demo scene is when they have like those twenty-four hour game jams sometimes. Yes, you know, like some really cool stuff comes out or somebody made like a 2D side scrolling no man's sky clone had just as many eighteen quintillion planets you could land on, you could do all of that basic stuff because it's procedural. It was like, you know i don't know 300 kilobytes or some crazy small amount of memory just for the program to run but i was like i need that i need to try that out i just need to see the scope (laughs) like that is so awesome they just hone their craft so well
2: yeah this is this is beyond from whatever from what i can do i mean i i I looked into multiplayer player and i was like okay no nope done i don't need that you use unity right you just said Uh, uh, currently, Unity for the VR games, but um, I used to make some uh, minor games with um, Lua and uh, C, C++ for Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. for the homebrew scene. I even have like minor tech demos. I never really finished anything, so the Cactus games right. are, it's, uh, are basically the first games I've ever made that have a start and an end. That's awesome. <laughs> because I have a I have a dr- drawer full of unfinished projects. Some of them are kind. Of, it's kind of sad that I never really finished them. But most of them are like, can I can I do it? Can I make a program that will run on the Nintendo Switch or can run on a um, PlayStation Four without having the dev kit, of course, right? Um, oh. it, it, it works sometimes better than others um <laughs> i made a little 2d scroller shooter for the nintendo switch i think there's at least some sort of footage on my youtube channel from this one that's kind of but... stuff
1: i need to be watching because I, I i follow some people because they sound like what you're doing and then they don't really have anything and i just unfollow them but like the the weird the weird demo scene and you know like the this is the good kind of curation in my mind. Like, look at this weird crap. And it's actually like <laughs> intelligent people doing very crazy things, like, you know, yes. on the scientist almost scale. And it's like, nobody shows that stuff. And I don't know where you find
2: it all. I don't even think to look that up. So, <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of mind-blowing things. I, I'm not sure if I can find it or I can phrase it correctly because it's been a while that this got released. Somebody found um like some sort of memory bug in Super Mario World on SNES. <laughs> and uh, he, what, what they did was they, by jumping around, they were filling the memory of the SNES and they were kind of reprogramming the game while playing the game <laughs> un, until a point where the whole game essentially uh, crashes yeah. and boots up a different game that got programmed while jumping around. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's like the early days of you know VR at all, like you know early Pixar, where it was all math and like, hey, look at this three D photo. <laughs> I'm Like what?
2: <laughs> like, uh, was well, it like, nuts? It's um, what's this called? A uh, Super Mario World arbitrary code injection. <laughs> I think that's 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 what we're looking for. And what the hell is going on outside? <laughs> It's also been made by a speaker who posts the video. Yeah, it's
3: called.
2: Well, I can. Let me... Let me just. I can just leave the the link for those who are interested in here.
0: Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Anyone this... listening to this, will put all these links in the show notes, so you'll yeah. be
2: able to find yes. it. Yes. <laughs> well, that would be very helpful. I I, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This, but, but this is the stuff i'm really into and i love to it's at some point find a bug like this and put it in vr for some for a nonsense reason just because the show it's possible to do that that's the kind of stuff that gets you
1: crazy followers and notice because i met one of the guys at turbine games they made like lord of the rings online and some old
3: mm-hmm.
1: mmos and uh he was doing a talk, and he was like, "The only reason I got into the games industry is because he was just tinkering, figuring weird stuff out and posting how to's before a lot of people were like some people who went on to be triple A game devs before he broke into the industry would meet him at random shows and be like, "You're the reason I got into games, and their careers are like outstripping his own, but he was just building so much knowledge that he just kind of had to go into the games industry like that kind of stuff is just so neat. like if you just post this, "Hey, look what you can do with lighting because you did this, or you know." That stuff is just so interesting because like my brain does i can figure a bunch of stuff out but my brain like doesn't seem to want to go down into those depths of things i just kind of want to make something work like to get the most out of my time i don't really spend enough time like weird research and development like that stuff so it's just some people i i assume aren't the same as me but that's just super interesting when somebody's like I did, you know, three things backwards and came up with the same thing and learned how to do shadows more efficiently and like, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> it's also the kind of thing that absolutely cuts you out, out of every social life <laughs> at all. I mean, <laughs> I still do that anyway, on
1: purpose. So that's <laughs> it wouldn't bother me one bit but like <laughs> these speedrunners and crazy people like this are have all this like focus and stuff. I wish I had one ounce to do that because you know, I've got I just. Bought a classic car. I need to do a lot of work on it and I don't because I don't know how. So it's at a mechanic shop. I'm like, I need to tear into this thing and figure it out. But no, I'm going to go do this other thing that's just wasting my time. I could be, you know, figuring stuff out like tinkering. I don't know if I could make a thing like the C64 that no longer needs its, like, transcends its hardware, you know, whatever that thing is. So I'm just amazed by people that just have that focus.
2: Yeah. I mean, I mean, even me doing my, um, Tiny VR games in my free time, it's probably not really compatible with having a family and a full time job. <laughs> I, I don't I don't I don't think it is. It's so I-
0: from from the devs we've talked to and the hours they put in and it yeah, it's probably not, but I I you guys are amazing to me. You're like my heroes because I wish I cared about I, something enough to like actually do something with it, but instead of playing other people's things, but, um, that's, that's what I like.
2: So I guess that's where I'm at. But you guys Well, are- to, me, well <laughs> to me, it's also a little bit, you know, um, part of a creativity yeah. thing that, you know, I'm, I have great ideas, but I have. Two left hands and with 10 thumbs when it comes to drawing things. That's why my enemies look like they look because I <laughs> essentially.
1: <laughs> the most self aware thing I've ever heard anybody say.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: because I'm not good at drawing or sculpting enemies human bodies whatever I, that's that's why i learned that i cannot make a human hand so i go to cactus <laughs> <laughs> and that's why my uh, enemies aren't humans they are robots or okay. whatever or, or whatever crocodile <clears throat> blo- blocks basically piece together and even that i discovered is harder than it than it sounds i mean um somebody just recently told me uh It is easy to copy um, a real life object one to one and turn it into a 3D uh, asset. But it's difficult to have this very low poly and still looking good.
1: Yeah, it's an art form. Because, like, some people, I like to pick on that uh, Star Citizen game that's like the most successful crowdfunding thing ever because of this, is because the game is technically hideous. And fuck, I bought into it because I wanted a space game and it's never come out yet. Like, fuck you guys. But it's technically hideous. They just throw so many polygons at everything that it looks like, you know it's kind of like they're set builders on like a star Trek show. And like the more pipes and weird shit, we just stick in here, the more authentic it's going to look. And it's just inefficient (laughs) as crap. And it ends up looking like it's a bunch of clutter that needs to be there because your brain's just like, I am done with like paying attention to that corner of the room. It's garbage. And your brain accepts it. Hey, that's a pile of real garbage or something like that. And, but to do a simplified, you know, theme style, stylized stuff, makes it look so much better and it's so more simple on the engine but it takes so much more forethought that like i don't know how a style comes together because i can sketch out like a a character and maybe one landscape but how do you make everything in a game fit like you know witcher 3 or you know zelda games how do you make all of that stuff look like it belongs that is an art form in and of itself so don't feel bad about that shit.
2: well especially when you put into account that all these Assets in big productions also were done by different people who probably all have a little different art style. Mm -hmm. They would like to do and and it still fits together really well. Um, It's art
1: direction. I mean, that's what the teams for. Like usually, you don't even need the technical team. You just need somebody leading that that focus. And you could have a half-ass game that still is, you know, some sort of hit because everything looks like it's supposed to be there. I think, and a lot of games are like that. But yes. one person can't do all those things. So yeah, where you just kind of excel yeah. at your strengths and you know make your your weaknesses passable and your your goal.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, th- that's uh, that's what I also learned is that. Uh, I mean, of course, you can get every asset you need from the Unity Asset Store or Unreal Marketplace. It's called, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then you you completely miss out the personal note on whatever you're doing. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, you cannot do everything. I mean, I'm lucky that I I found a person who was willing to offer me his uh, little sound collection he made on various old-school computers.
3: But if I
2: have this support, I'm, to be honest, I'm at a loss when it comes to game audio because I'm not a good musician at all. Like... Not at all. I have no I- no idea how to do that. It's like, it's it, whatever I try to do. It sounds like a cat running over a piano. It's uh, <laughs> and I, I tried. I I, re- I really tried many many times. And I have at a, a least a fundamental idea how, how what I want to do. I, my this is just not what I can do. Yeah, it's it's different.
1: I've you know tinkered in Unity and pj's played a little uh space game i made that plays in the browser just to try stuff out but i downloaded some random 3d ship model because i'm like i'm not interested in modeling this right now i just want to i'm ripping off the control scheme of a space game i thought was fun and i nailed it but like i went in and like did the sound effects and everything everything was real simple but everything i just sort of made myself mm-hmm. except for the ship model and i had like the laser blast looked like you know they were pretty satisfying. They're like pill-shaped stuff and they look kind of like lightsabers kind of flying out. It's just a really good looking laser. I'm like, hey that yeah, laser turned out really well
2: using a couple tricks.
3: And I then I the would show. What's
2: that? This is probably this sounds probably weird, but um all the models that I made my I mean, except for the main character cactus for, for the new game that that is different. But all the robots, all everything that I made myself as a 3D asset. Was actually made in Paint 3D. <laughs> but don't tell anyone. Paint 3D, that's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> well, that's awesome. And th- it really depends who you're talking to. I mean, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, st- I started to learn Blender, that's, and I'm getting better at it. But the first games were essentially made with Pro Builder and uh, Paint 3D. <laughs> like entirely made in Paint 3d
0: but what i like it's... about your game is like the humor and when you when you know like you have a weak point but you just make it humorous like i i'd, I'd take that any day over like top-notch whatever you want to call it like right. graphics and stuff so i think that's great
2: <laughs> and there's well, a great gameplay gameplay over graphics yep yep all, all the time Oh yeah. I mean, some people don't understand that, and that's that's totally fine because I get when you when you want an let's say um, like some sort of atmospheric environment, or you expect like some sort of um, atmospheric environment, and you know the visuals doesn't meet what you're expecting. Okay, that really you know there's nothing you as a developer can do about it. But I do know my limitations, and um, I rather have progress over tr- trying to bring i don't know one minor detail to perfection right And the only thing that the only thing in my opinion that really needs perfection is the gameplay it has to play well i mean not ev- then once again you're one i'm a one person show here and uh, there's only so much i can do yeah <laughs> But what I'm what I'm trying to do is that at least the gunplay has to be as close to perfect as possible. The rest, well, if if I can't if I just can't make a good looking enemy, well then he becomes like a block robot. So (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's that's what I was um did that too. Like when, when the other thing, like I didn't, I made everything but the model. And some people said, "Well, you modeled that spaceship?" I'm like, no, I stole that. But I was just working. And then they discounted me. And I'm like, "Well, fuck you." I made, you know, <laughs> I made like eight bit sound effects for the laser blast. And they're like, "I don't know what the, I don't, don't care. I don't know what that means." But then, like, net lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, but I get work. Yeah, working on space games or something like that. Like, if you if you can't model a human, or if you can't weight the 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 vertices to like bend on the elbow if you can't make it look good make a space game just get the gameplay down like make it's easier to to animate robots or spaceships because they're not like skin they just have like you know the landing gear goes down it's just basically one axis you just kind of extend something people get hung up on this stuff like i have to make this and then they get stuck and they never do it so it's frustrating
2: which, is, which was also part of the uh, success for, for the Cactus Games, is that I set the limits very low within reach. Not that I wanted perfection. I, I just wanted to have something that, is, that has an end. That <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> has an end. And I do not get stopped by, for instance, with my uh, projects I made on the Nintendo Switch for the homebrew games was that there were always technical limita- limitations that either came from the um, reverse engineered SDK, meaning that I don't understand how to use it properly, or some functions were, miss- were comp- entirely missing, so I had to write my own. It was al- almost impossible to finish it. But this one was possible. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's a pre-built engine. All you need to do is get all your assets in line, Get the programming right and get a start in and end. Well, I have to admit, I made the start and end at the very end of the game. So I just, I just made a game. And once it was done, I decided what the intro was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not kidding. It's, it's, it's really the, the intro was probably the last thing I made for the game.
1: It's when you had everything you wanted to highlight ready, and then you said, here's the intro.
2: There's no doubt about that. Exactly. I had a finish. I, um, the game was, was finished. The credits were done. I was like, OK, now you need to make an intro. Huh? <laughs> I'd rather have
1: a game and then have to make an intro than make an intro and have to make a game out of it.
2: You know? Yeah. I, I, I wonder how <laughs> other people do that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever come across somebody ask them because i will listen and then i <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm curious about that because i uh, like for instance right right now for for the next uh, cactus game i start as always with the mechanics get the mechanics right like the climbing like the like the new gunplay, like the new enemy AI. That's what I'm working on right now, for instance. And once this is done, I start with a couple of test levels and see how it, how it's going, how how does it play, right. uh, then I mesh up the entire game in the way of levels, NPCs, etc. PP. And when all this is done, I put in the little cutscenes here and there. May, maybe do some entire changes to levels and how they work. And once everything is done, I make the Outer, and then I make the Intro. We've always...
0: We've chatted about this a couple of times, like... because obviously we talk to a, a dev every week or two a week mm-hmm. sometimes. It's um, funny, like, I've asked a couple of them, like, would you want to hang out in our Discord and talk to other devs and, you know, kind of have those conversations, because I just like to sit there and read it because it's interesting. Not that I could contribute, because Wookiee, you know, programs and does things I don't. I'm like, I'll play it and bug test. (laughs) (laughs) But a couple guys have said, you know, that'd be, that's a great idea. But with devs, you'd probably, you'd have a couple fights going on. You'd have a couple people never talking. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's just funny, because like. Uh, many of the, not many, but a few of the devs are like, you're the first people we've talked to in a couple months, so, you know, like you said, it's not conducive to family and all that stuff, but yeah. it would be interesting to have a list of questions. You guys were curious on how other people do what
2: parts of the process. Yeah. Well, Especially when it comes to VR development, I mean, I do know a lot, a lot of other programs, mm-hmm. but no one doing these things I mean at all I ask around I mean I know I know a couple people online who <clears throat> have met through the side quest discord and um but I've never found anyone who even tried to do something like that with VR headset or AR no matter what <laughs> most people know like they're ah uh, what would you call that like Development mainly, essentially, mm-hmm. but nobody really does game development, at least no one around me. Hmm. Yeah, that's the,
1: the hard part, too, because you know, if you're the one paving the way on some weird trick
2: you're doing, then you got nobody to ask. That's that's rough stuff, it, exactly. Well, it was interesting, like for instance, when, when I made the Steam version of my game. I ran into so many troubles <laughs> and especially with the um, positioning for different headsets, the, the controllers. So, the headset itself was no problem at all. I mean, you, you just, I just smashed OpenXR on it and it just worked. Nice. Problem, the problem was that each headset has different controllers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was the real deal because what what I realized really quickly was that just because the rotation point for the Oculus Quest is at this position doesn't necessarily mean that it's the same position for the index controllers, and it I, also doesn't mean at all that it's that it's still working for the um um what's it called uh Reverb G two controllers. So everything was different, and I was going nuts because all I have is my good old quest <laughs> and somewhere deep buried here a Rift S2 but... <laughs> in the box it's in a box yes but I do not have an index and I don't have a Vive and I don't have um... yes I don't have a Vive ha <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and I don't have a Reverb G2 because I just can't afford them. Well, I can, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't really see the point of buying these headsets. So I was asking around on Discord. Hey, here, can you check my game? Can you see if the controllers are lining up properly? And what I realized was that, um, especially when you pipe um, Steam VR through OpenXR that you had different rotation or mm-hmm. default rotation for your quest controls than you would have for your index controllers. and oh, 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 hold, making my skin crawl. <laughs> hold, 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 hold on. It's getting, it's getting even better. Because, <laughs> because last week, was it on Wednesday, I think? Um, SteamVR got an update to version 1.18, where they called it fixed, the position of the grip and aiming pose for oculus controllers again. because if you look if you look through the updates, you will find that they fixed the position for the uh, uh, oculus controllers quite a lot in the last three months. <laughs> it's so fixed it's, uh, it's, uh, you, you can't even they, they, they don't even track anymore. Uh, <laughs> how, how, however, point, point being is is that I had to push a patch on Wednesday, that will uh, match the new offsets for the Oculus controllers on Steam VR, which I also kind of believe. I do. I mean, I do not have any proof for that, but I also believe that this is the issue that uh, the the Sniper Elite Steam version suffers from right now that they might have missed that that, that Steam VR has changed the offset position for the Oculus controllers and that's why everybody keeps complaining on um on the Steam forum that their position is kind of above their actual controller because that's what I've been, I I ran into too and I had nice. and I had to put a, push a patch yeah
1: <laughs> it uh, stuff drives me nuts. I have to make my stuff really resilient so you can like have a plan B for that stuff. And that's where I get stuck on a lot of things, but it has worked well. Like my brain would sit there and I'd have to make like a calibration screen. Like here's a stick, make sure you, where the stick is in 3D space, like point your thing here and like click where your hand would be and click over here. Like you would be calibrating for all the different controllers. And then I would put that in like every game. Like if you have a problem, go use that thing (laughs) and then come back out of the settings. Like I just can't stand that stuff. It's akin to like when you're um, interesting. Yeah. Like literally that's all I do. So I, I write scripts at work. I automate stuff and some of my stuff doesn't need to be touched for like five years. And people are like, how the hell? I'm like, because when something breaks, I make it aware of everything. It's really, you know, kind of bloated, but it's aware of everything. You all you got to do is rerun it. It just figures it out and then goes. Um, I have to work that way because if I have to go touch stuff, I'm going to get mad. <laughs> but what we're, what this kind of is akin to PJ is like um, in a different format. It's like when you if you model something in 3D, if the application you're using is like you know you got the 3D. Points of space, you got the x axis, the the y axis, and the z axis. Sometimes they're x up, like the, oh. the one pointing up might be x, and some of them might be z. Yes, so if you import your shit, like your animation, you could have a 3D model, you've got a skeleton with all the animations, everything is assuming like z
2: is pointing like up, yeah, like, and you, l- you like import blend- it in. Oh, it's oh, like <laughs> just like Blender and Unity does, Unity. Yep y is up and i think i believe blender z is up something like
0: that
3: (laughs) why i don't i don't simplify
0: this even further but in my mind this is translating into why every controller has a b x y and then the switch any nintendo system the a and the b are
1: always it's opposite very similar <laughs> yep because then it's like push b and then you hit like the other button it's <laughs> very similar to that but like imagine you do all this work and we were making fun last last week uh talking to another developer and i said you know this scales off i import my whatever pirate ship and it's the size of a rock on the sand instead of bigger than the island or something like that that happens like literally All the time, because some translations broke. So to go from like Blender, put all the work in that, translate it to Unity, you have to have like a, there's a translation package that rips everything from Y up to Z up or back and forth. And it's just like, can't there be a button in everything? (laughs) Like Y up, like just build it in there once developers of the applications, make it easy for us. Just, just spend the time, do it so we can just push a button and say, I work with Z up and both things and you're fine. It literally destroys progress because then it, (laughs) Oh, like I was talking to a dev way back, they were working on some PlayStation game. Um, it was like Duke's a Hazard <laughs> or something like that. They imported a Jeep module, like just a, a vehicle, like just a you know, a Jeep Wrangler, whatever the uh. essential Jeep couldn't find it in, in the asset space. Like, couldn't find it. Took them three weeks to figure out what was going on. And because the tools at the time are so in advance, this is like early 2000s, so I had the talks, so I don't know when they actually were making this. The Jeep. The, the whole landmass of the game was sitting on the dashboard of the Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> Three weeks of, like, their entire development studio trying to figure out where this Jeep was going. and Because, I mean, like I said before, like when you make early, like in the, you know, early 90s making 3D, you know, pictures, you're just doing math and then check it, wait four hours to render a chunk and see, oh, you made a mistake, cancel that. I mean, just like... Oh, make it easier on people. Make it resilient, you know? Like if you're <laughs> gonna have cause I go into like Skyrim VR and it's made for the Oculus Vive con or not the Oculus Vive, the HT Vive controller, the Wand or whatever, and everything's off that little much. It you know, just it's pointing yeah. weird, like swords might be pointing forward instead of up. I just I go rage crazy because it's like don't put that on the 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 end user, the customer. Like take, mm. take a couple days and make the end user not have to go through that cuz the shields in that game like, you're holding you are like holding onto the shield handle and the shield just pointing straight forward and if i'm going to block in a game i want to like put my le- left elbow forward and make that you know yeah that's what it's it drives me crazy that i just not like that
2: that's exactly what they uh, what they also changed for the oculus controller in, in the steam vr uh, only at least only for the open xr before <laughs> the the rotation was off so you so when you're So, when you get the um, rotation to zero, 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 and you run it through Oculus Native, it was just fine. You know, you just, you could just aim, shoot, all done. When you put the zero, zero, zero into SteamVR through OpenXR, (laughs) I had had my gun pointing straight up. (laughs) And then SteamVR got updated, and I had like a little bit pointing up (laughs) (laughs) and with the next controller you have it like a little bit pointing down and i was like how holy hell why is that i mean isn't that supposed (laughs) to fix all these issues that it's always zero 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 for (laughs) all controllers i mean isn't that supposed to be the top priority of this project
1: But then each each layer has to define zero. And then it's like, this is gonna make me take a real gun and point it at my face. <laughs> <laughs> the gun's not pointing up, it's not pointing crooked, it's the barrel's <laughs> bent and pointing right at my eye socket. Like
2: yeah, I, <laughs> I I give up and shoot myself in the uh... ass. <laughs> uh... No, nope, it's not I'm a... done. I'm done <laughs> here. I'm i I'm, I'm really done here. It's um it's the same with the um what I don't understand is that certain um, SDKs are far more advanced than others and I would love to take a glance at the PlayStation SDK just to get an idea how, how good or how worse it is because nobody is talking about it, nowhere the SDK
1: thing, like, what developers use for their own tools, I would love that insight too, because it still boggles my mind if you go back and read what happened, like, the first Destiny game over some of those launches um, or some of those updates they were saying like, their tools were so bad, it took them like 18 hours to like, set up like, one scripted little event or something like that. Like The tools those devs were given were why uh, like, the updates were so bad. And it's
2: like, huh? Did you, did, did you read about the GTA 5 uh, loading bug where everybody got pissed off because it took so long and when, when some guy reverse-engineered and figured out that they were stuffing everything into a JSON file? which uh, which, which which used um some sort of old deprecated library that was essentially slow as hell Left over from old builds yeah Ugh. whatever and he and and for some reason he he just changed a couple of lines in a in a debugger and beat it up the loading process by 80% or something <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i have i have a special hate for that shit cuz while i was working on one project it was just a simple like Somebody was building a form and I was building a workflow. I don't know, I think it was like, I don't know, SharePoint or some shit like that. And I'd never used whatever they're using. So I just fired it up. I was doing like a C sharp version of a workflow in a SharePoint thing that doesn't matter. And the dumbass was he never used JSON before. And I had never really used it either. So like I don't have much, you know, qualm to to, to nope. jump in and make fun of this guy. But he kept changing shit. Like every time he would do something, my workflow is done like that night. Three weeks later, he's breaking it because he's shoving, like, all this information into a JSON string and then trying to parse it back out. And that doesn't make any sense maybe to PJ and a bunch of listeners. But he's basically <laughs> saying, like, if you're looking at this giant form, think of, like, doing your taxes, right? And online or whatever you're doing. And and that maybe that doesn't make sense to folks in, you know, Germany because America's all screwed up and we have to do taxes and these weird, uh, stupid But it's just this long process. Everybody hates it. But what if all the information you read, field names, field data types, all this stuff, like every bit of information you filled out, there's all this stuff in the back end. Imagine if all that was stuck into one sentence, your answer was in the sentence somewhere, the rest of that field info for every fucking piece of taxes. He was doing shit like this, and it was like, I don't know how long that string would have ended up to be. But then he would just go and wildly change it every week. So I'd have to go redo the work. workflow to accept all this new garbage and i have it done i'm I'm, you know trying to be professional and get it done asap but it's like if you say they were putting all their stuff for like gta loading screen into like a JSON string which is basically saying everything you're doing like rattle it off in one long run-on sentence and then try to read that sentence later and break it apart it's just like that's the kind of shit that triple A game devs get away with because they just can they can't afford to fix it, but they gotta push a game out and it's just like fuck you.
3: <laughs> just just no. Like, oh my God. Yeah so that.
0: I have a quick question for you um on the topic of uh you you said you don't have a vibe and or a index and all that. As a yeah. developer, do you th- would you want like um one model of every headset?
3: Or no? Just would that Make it easy for you? What do you
0: uh, sorry, I d I I didn't get that. I'm just curious, as a developer, like would you want one model of every headset or is that do you think that's too much?
2: I don't have the room for yeah. all of um, them. Oh. Especially for the ones that require um Lighthouse tracking. I would not, I don't, I don't know how to put that up here in my little office. <laughs> I'm yeah. just curious
0: because I saw an interesting tweet where, and I, I can't remember who it was, but they're like, does anyone else think, think that it's nothing against like streamers or content creators? But the tweet was, don't you think it's bullshit that all these content creators get headsets for free where us devs have to normally pay for them and we only have one and they have one of everything or two of everything and That
2: was me, I think. <laughs> was it you? <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs>
3: that,
2: that was me replying to um to the Nreal AR. Headset because I wasn't nice. able to get I wasn't able to get one and I felt like a little bit cheated on because I wanted to do content and there was yeah. uh, and, and every time you do you want to do actual content for the for the system they <laughs> hold open their handles like yeah that will be five thousand dollars for a hololens developer kit that's what it was yeah and <laughs> And then yuppie-duppy YouTuber walks in and is like, hey, I got 5 million followers, and I will tell every single one of them how awesome this headset is if you just give it to me for free.
3: Yeah, but Hmm. there won't
1: be shit to play on it because none of the devs have it. (laughs) Right. It's Backwards runaway capitalism marketing. So they give all these stupid little kids a headset. They give all the little influencers. Maybe they'll sell more headsets, but those kids are going to return the headsets when they find that there's only four fucking games to play. So just.
2: This is um yeah that was that was me because I was <laughs> I I, tr- I tried to get a, um an AR headset to I, because I got some ideas that I would really love to make uh, apart from ge- from just games but I just can't get hold of the developer kit and um hmm. I and I also can't get hold of the uh, Enreal uh, glasses because they uh, the two stores here in Germany that uh, will sell them only want to sell them to me if I buy a phone contract and I already have a phone contract and I do not want another phone contract. That uh, <laughs> doesn't make any sense to me. It does not. Because, well, it, to a certain degree it does because they, the, um, the Android AR needs a phone as a processing unit you just can't buy it you just you, they only they are only selling this bundle combined with the phone contract and, and <laughs> i just don't i just yeah it's just not possible i mean i would totally buy that phone because i need a processing you know, okay cool no thing uh, no big deal but i don't wanna i don't want this stupid contract that makes me pay for like 2 years i don't know I, I forgot how it is in the us but in germany it's usually when you when you sign up for a phone contract you can't get out of it within the next 2 years so yeah. fuck that <laughs> <laughs> just a I... big just a big screw you this is this is really this is really messed up when you whenever you sign a contract like for instance with an isp or something they make 2 year contracts and you can only uh, cancel this contract in a very specific period of time especially Two like like the month before the contract runs out or gets automatically renewed for the, for another two years, <laughs> and probably only oh. when there's when there is full moon and whatever.
3: <coughs> it's, like,
2: I, I really hate st- this. System. This is weird. I mean, two. I mean, two years. You're stuck
3: with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any way you can
1: like order it online from somewhere else just to, just to have one? Well, and I,
2: and then again, I don't want to spend the money. Yeah, true. Because because we're talking a couple thousands here, it's just like mm. for trying out. I mean, that that's why I and probably some people will hate me for that, but I really like the uh, the Oculus headsets because they're so cheap. Yeah, yeah, it's I. I really, can't, I really can't afford them, because I do not see how most people I know can shell out, like, 1,000 euros for a Valve Index. I don't, th- I don't think that this is a reasonable price. I just don't.
0: And with the <laughs> Oculus stuff, like you said, pros and cons to everything, but <laughs> that's, like, for a single It's a phenomenal person. headset. Yeah. For a single person, um, like devs and just working on passion projects, like we've said, like, I just, I don't know, I wish there was a way to make it easier for you guys and for you to get the hardware you need. Because we've talked to many people in other countries and some of them, like, it's, you can't even get this stuff. Like, they have to travel to go buy these things. And it's just like, it sounds so rough. And then they still make well, you great
2: ca- stuff. Well, you cannot act. Well, technically, you cannot buy a Quest in Germany, at least not a Quest 2 in Germany either. So I, yeah. I imported my from the Netherlands. Yeah. But to get back to the, to the question whether I want to have like every headset ava- available on the market right here, no, definitely not because I, don't, <laughs> I really don't need that. But what I would love to have is like some sort of access to them when mm-hmm. I need it. Like, one, once the game is finished, because I can do a lot of things by just reading the documentation and guess how it's supposed to work. But, you know, just to get an idea how it would actually feel with a, a knuckle controller. Yeah. Just to get the, you know, like, because maybe I, do, maybe I can do things better. For, for people who are playing the game with a but which, I, since I don't have one, I wouldn't even know. Yeah. You'd think there'd be a good
0: method for, like, hey, Valve, I'm a developer. My game's... Here's, a, like, a demo or a... You know, I'm pretty much done. I just want to test it on your headset. Could I get a unit for a month or something? You know, and then just have, like, a demo unit to send to you or something like that.
2: Well, could we I, set I up sorry good uh, i never i never tried that but maybe but maybe they will mm-hmm. who knows
1: um is yeah. there a way we could set up maybe some sort of discord whether it's our discord or just start a new one where there's a community of developers just providing that stuff like i don't have this but here's what i have like maybe somehow they could fill out a profile and here's like a checkbox of all the headsets <laughs> you just go in and check what you have and what you're available and willing to do just say like you know i'll test you know your controller's out if you test the ones for me and shit
2: no well for instance like me i mean, I, I i would have my rift S available for, for, for these kind of things but then but then again i would have i i, I would not mail mail it internationally only within german limits yeah and which, which is probably kind of uh, difficult here i mean asking the company to to send out a demo or like a preview it. I mean, i I can def I can definitely try that. It's actually it's not too bad of an idea. I I'd just, I'd just be curious, like we,
0: when we talk to other devs, like how do they make that work, or what do they do? Because I know like some devs have been sent headsets, so I just I I don't know if there's like a channel that you can contact certain people for that. I don't know.
2: Well, like for instance, when you trying to um, develop something for PlayStation VR. You gonna get a developer unit from Sony, but I think you have to pay for this one too. Mm-hmm. From my understanding, I don't, I, I don't know how it really works, but I, I would love to port Cactus Three over to uh, PS uh, PSVR 2 Yeah, I just haven't had. I, I never really looked into it, how how that worked, but i But then again, if they're gonna ask me to, let's say. Uh, you need to pay a thousand dollars for the developer kit, and you need to pay another thousand dollars for the NDA. And yeah, it, then I would oh. probably say, nope, sorry, that is too much. I, I mean, I'm willing to just for the shits of it. I would give like hundred dollars. <laughs> 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 I think that's, that's like the that's the threshold where I say, okay, just for the, just for the hell, I'm gonna do that.
3: That's but what no- with
2: with someone
0: like you. That's. Again, single dev, you're doing everything as a passion project. You're not charging for anything. I don't like. I don't know how you do that to begin with, let alone having to pay all these extra things to just do it. <laughs> that's insane.
1: That's that's every single dev's plan. That's why the Unity uh, marketplace or whatever, like the asset store and the stuff like that, is so attractive because. You can go on in the Unity Asset Store and, like, here's a water wave system. So you can have, like, nice overlapping waves. So here's an entire weather system. Like, you don't have to worry about it. Because you, you can you can afford, you know, a few hundred bucks for some Some of those are 50 bucks, and they go up from there, I'm sure. But like, when I was trying to figure out, like, voxel modeling, I couldn't make sense of anything. I bought a Unity Asset for 75 bucks. It was like a voxel modeling system. I, you know, just... Like, you know, the the landmass in No Man's Sky. just You can just, you know, burn through mm. it and stuff like that. Just to see how it was built. And I'm like, oh, I hate everything about this. <laughs> I'm going to go with height maps. Um, it, yeah, you just pay with your own money. Like, Yeah. yeah it's, it's a shame. But I just wondered, is, is there anything we can do with a resource? Because, like, not that I want to, you know... Packs any like put anything further on into the indie dev- devs that pj's got us in contact with for the podcast but maybe it would be a good resource just to say you know a place to go to say hey get this i'm sure there's a million forums out there that might be doing this but if there's already a, if there's a need that's not being met for guys like you then we could i don't I know
2: there i mean there are certain um reddit for uh subreddits you can go to
1: yeah hmm. probably but, but you, you know, just an easy spot to find somebody to say, hey, you got this, you know, headset. Can you test my game? Because I can't afford the headset. How long would that take to find in Reddit? And wouldn't people be nice enough to do it? I don't know.
2: Well, I, I'm on various um, VR uh, discords. And, it, well, let's say for the Reverb G2, it was a little bit difficult. But for the Index, I had pretty much, I was covered fairly fast. With someone who knew how to do, how to test things, how to report back, and um, maybe a half day. And I've been, and and especially with the person who um, tested the Reverb G2, he put in passion to make it work. And we probably worked for like uh, a week. Me trying to uh, push out new beta builds to see whether the controller will work or not and took forever probably would have been a day if i had a headset here and see the direct output not having to you know send send back and forth
3: data but um <clears throat> but right um sorry i just some, some someone knocked you on the door i do like, <laughs> I, at at all. All. I don't um, know people go away
2: <laughs> yes uh anyway um it just takes it just takes forever if you don't have the headset. Because yeah. as a developer, when you when you look through it, you cannot um, you see you see things differently than the people who own the headset and are just sheer consumers.
3: yeah, uh, yeah maybe there's a, a Discord somewhere out there where you can just pay people. Like they're
1: just good at testing, like you said, there's somebody that knows what they're doing to say, here's the build um here's what i'd like tested here's how much time i'm willing to spend for it such and such an hour or whatever and just say you know give me some feedback i would spend <laughs> if i was a game dev i would spend 50 bucks to just push that off and then get an email back in a day
2: i usually offer these people um access to the beta version and alpha versions of my games and right. that, yeah. yeah yeah oh i was but, gonna say and, find and, some and
0: like <laughs> me that all you have to do is give them a key and they'll
2: do whatever you want <laughs> Why don't I also put them in the credits? Yeah, that's that's e- nice. Every everybody who helped me uh, go through these kind of things, because you know, I just can't yeah. buy all every every single headset available on the market. It's not it's,
1: possible. It's, it's just nuts. i was just saying that, like, I would be willing to pay for some of that stuff, just based unless you get a really good person in your, you know group, like, just getting accurate feedback in a timely and, like, a manner that you expect to build a relationship with somebody, Yeah, it's worth weight way yeah. gold. Like, they consistently provide good detail and stuff like that. So Instead of,
3: it's broke, you know, just, some All right. So. Silence. <laughs> oh, I thought you're. It
0: sounded like you're like writing something down or something. So I didn't want to interrupt your thought process.
2: No, everything's fine. Um, what's the time?
0: Yeah, to I was say. gonna say, um, it's probably time to wrap up here. That I we cool. <laughs> really enjoyed this chat. We can keep talking, but um, that doesn't always work for everyone. Um, so before we split, um, is there anything you want to share with your game or anything that you want listeners to? know we're well, here before
2: we well there's well. the only thing is, is that there will be more cactus games and as long as I can afford it they will be free definitely because I do believe that software can be free if it's a hobby and um, I will try to you know d- deliver best quality for <laughs> lowest price possible I yeah. like like donation yeah i was gonna say <laughs> so maybe like a patreon well, page or i do well well i do have a uh, indeed i do have a, a donation button on my homepage, but it it is not a you know i i don't see that in a way of you pay for the games because i feel like this is not really a good concept it's like more buy me a beer <laughs> license if you if you're familiar <laughs> with that yep yeah we yeah, could because i will use that money for beer or <laughs> snacks well in certain cases maybe for 3d assets but essentially <laughs> for beer and snacks yeah if, if you have a
0: link to that you should send it over and we'll put it in the show notes too but because that's amazing you're trying to keep it free and just just because it's a hobby and you love it but I, again for a one-man team like your game runs really well like i was so impressed and it's just Thanks. fun and there's so much to do and so much going on instead of just kind of like you know one trick pony games where it's like they have one thing and that's what they base the game on you you got it all going on um it has a nice retro feel with the the sound that you're talking about earlier i i really dig the sound but overall, it just runs really well, it's fun, and it's free, and that blows my mind.
3: So.
0: <laughs> nah, yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks for joining us, talking. Um, anything we can ever do to help, whether it's test or anything? Yeah. Need, or you want to come back and talk some more? Or? Need to talk to humans? <laughs> <laughs> talk to humans? No.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, what's that? Humans no, that aren't we're... knocking on your door?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. As I said, I'm currently working on the Successful Part 3. And it's going to be similar but different. Awesome. I, I try to make every game a little bit, you know, separate from the other. Yeah. So it's so it's not just same shit, uh, better graphics. <laughs> it's just yeah. the same main character, yeah.
3: but the game is different.
2: I just had one question before
1: I forget. Um, just about you said you lost the source code to the first game. Yes. Um, and I haven't explored this fully, but there's a, a way to mod Unity games. It uses a DLL called like BepinX. B E P I N. Have you used that? heard of it never heard of it i didn't know this but like it basically reads unity code so like i learned about it through that valheim game that's gotten popular and people are <laughs> modding that game for me you can actually see the code and then anyone can go in and write a new function like automatically close the doors after a set number of seconds instead of you okay. have it close the door i think it could let you read the code like if you wanted to go back and do like a three pack or whatever I wanted that source code i again i haven't explored it. i don't know if it's like completely readable or if you could just copy and paste but people are able to see the code for a unit executable
3: well for
2: for an app lab release i would need to severely upgrade the um, sdks that are sitting in there because app lab will not accept them the way they are
1: right now gotcha i was just saying like if you ever wanted to go Mm -hmm. back and try to regain some of that what what was the name again bepin b-e-p-i-n EX, Beppin X, that's what the DLLs call that I use for that game. And I was like, you know, I tinker with Unity, so I was scared as crap. I'm like, you can make a Unity game and everyone can just read your source code? (laughs) But that's exactly what it sounded like. In this case, it might come in handy. That is handy. (laughs) So something to, you know, if you're sick of looking at the new game and you're just curious, first thing you said, lost source code, and then you said Unity, and I'm like, that might actually, (laughs) maybe?
2: That is interesting. That's interesting. Nice. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, let us let you know see- what happens. I yeah, don't <laughs> no, me- know if,
1: if it works. I'll be curious.
2: That re- that really that really sounds that. Not- oh God, this gives me already some kind of horrible ideas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I figured. Dude, hopefully, it's it's just simple enough to get you what you need without sending you down a rabbit hole that
2: turns you into. Crazy,
1: and even you know? it.
2: And even if, maybe something really cool can come out of it. Yeah.
3: But, what I would lo- love to do is just to kind of regain the entire game and
2: you know, just update. But if I can at least read the source code and get the scripts back.
1: I mean, amateur people are able to read that stuff and like with three lines of code, make a mod that works with the game flawlessly. Until maybe they patched it since I was last playing it, but literally, Ooh. there's you know, you don't like there's wolves that howl all the time. You have one in your village, it just won't shut up, gone like muted with a <laughs> two second mod. Like they, they got to be reading that source code, and that's what it, what the explanation for that mod was. So that could be
3: sorry for snapping my fingers. <laughs> no, that's no, that's <laughs> I know. no, that's. That's really, really cool. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's
1: we've it. just killed. There the goes cactus. the
3: weekend. <laughs>
2: there goes the weekend. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm going to call off my girlfriend for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Miss Cactus. Yeah, that's... She, she know that might be coming. All <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> All right man this was a blast talk to you hopefully yeah. do it again um, yeah can't wait to see what else you come up with but i'll definitely get back to cactus land and <laughs> fully loaded and finish the game
2: and check the, ca- check the speed check the speed counter oh, yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> like one one hour 45 minutes that's the uh, the current record i'm aware of <laughs> that's awful. crazy Yeah, as as I said, your average time seems to be like six to eight hours. Nice. That's a good (laughs) gameplay. Interesting. All right, well then, I'm gonna head to the restroom really quickly right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great name, man.
3: Good luck. (laughs) See you around. See ya.
0: Hello everyone, that was uh, Cactus from Cactus VR (laughs) Studios working on Cactus Cowboy or finished, he's finished, uh, but play Cactus Cowboy Fully Loaded it's on Steam, App Lab, SideQuest, it's free everywhere it's it's fun, it's got a great retro feel it runs well, there's good humor, good mechanics surprising for a free game
1: yeah I took a look at the video while you guys were talking on the Steam and it just looks insane.
0: Like,
3: that's
0: crazy. I really like it. But we've talked for a while, so we'll get out of here. Um, (laughs) This was episode 72, and I am PJ. I'm Wookie. And this was our VR verdict.